podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Been a while, Coach. How are it you? has been. How's your summer? Good. It's good. Yeah. So coach and I, coach and I really like each other a lot, but we take a break in the summer and he coach has got smaller kids than I do. So, you know, um, daddy daycare. Dad. No, it's Mr. Mom. You ever Mr. watched Mom. Movie, Mr. Mom? Mr. Never Mom. heard of it. I'll, I'll, I'll write it down. Oh, you've right never now. watched Mr. Mom. Nope. Oh, it's about a dad who be, yeah, Mr. Mom. It's like the, it's like that. And if anybody buys a house should buy, watch money pit. Okay. Ever see the movie Money Pit? Anyway, no. Um, Age gap. Yeah. Oh God, am I old? Okay. Uh, before we jump in, let's give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Doctor Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Thank you, Doctor Dish. Thank you, Doctor Dish. Um, you have been a you have been a godsend in the pandemic. Um, I can tell you that. I had my. The thing is, it's they're so easy. They're so, the machines are so easy to use. Like we were in. Not our newest one because we just bought one, but the previous one we got like the. Sometimes I let them go use the machine on their own, and I all of a sudden I go over and there's an E1 Air. It's like what? What is an E1 Air? Yeah. Well, basically I Google it and I find out that it basically these things are like computers. They have to recalibrate themselves, so it had to recalibrate and figure out where the middle was, where the left was, where the right was, um, kind of like a drone. Yeah. Um, but. Anyway, I, I was telling the guys, I said, you guys don't know how good you have it. I remember the old shooting machines that had the metal rails. Remember the metal yep. rails? Yes. And they go, what are you talking about? I go, let me show you a picture. And they go, oh, my gosh. I go, yeah, that's what it used to be. There was no mechanic. There was no mach- plugging in. It was just pulling these long metal rails out. Um, but anyway, go over and check them out. Mentioned uh, high school hoops, Coach Unplugged, Coach and I, either one. I don't know. And get $350 off. Um, also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I just made my first college payment. So the next six years I will be paying for college. You want to help coach Collins out. That's what you can do. Your kids are little. You don't even have to worry about college yet. Do you? It's, no. it's that, it's that distant, that, that distant thing. I always think that I always, I always used to think when the kids were little, it's like, Oh gosh, I'm going to have all this extra money. They're not going to be in daycare. Oh, I'm going to have all this extra money. They're not going to be doing this. And then it's like, Oh, I want to play soccer, Dad, or I want to do this, Dad, or I need a new pair of shoes, Dad, or yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. Anyway, I guess I could always go work at Quick Trip. Yeah, we got we just got three new of them in West Bend, like in the month. People that are listening outside the Midwest are going, "What's Quick Trip?" Uh, a Quick Trip bought out PDQ, which used to be pretty darn quick. They're convenience stores, gas stations. They're taking over Wisconsin. <laughs> Their food is actually not bad at Quick Trip. No, it's not. <laughs> and that's, it's like, I shouldn't be saying that out loud, but I don't eat it. I don't, I mean, my friend, one of my friends loves their chicken tenders or chicken. Some that's like, you eat gas food. He goes, it tastes good. I go, all right, well, maybe I'll give it a shot. Anyway, talk about getting off the rails here. Um, yeah. All right. So today we're going to talk about what's the hardest thing to implement defensively. So our theme in August is going to be defense because Coach, I was just ranting to coach about our state association and that they should 
anyway, I won't, I won't, I won't get myself in more trouble with them. No, just but, let's get, let's get down to defense. <laughs> anyway, talking about them. And um, now I realize my sectional changed my state tournament route to a gold ball change. So defense is going to be a really big part of that. But um, so, so I came up and I, and usually coach comes up with all the ideas. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be, transparents but i i was i had, I had like an energy boost about 12 30 in the morning came up with these um yeah, i was like wow this is the most concrete breakdown you've ever given me a podcast not <laughs> and leave. the reason is i think i've been thinking about my defense yeah um and uh i think it's a i i you know it's a cliche that you got defense wins championship i think defense builds tone you know what i'm saying it, it it's kind of like I don't, I think it's the, the cliche has always been defense wins championships. And I think that's because it's harder to convince guys to play defense. That's what I also think defense builds culture too. Well, it does. I think it builds toughness. I think it builds, I think it builds that like here's team X and their defense is kind of showing me, um, you know, there are, there are, there are that kind of team that gets on the floor. They're the kind of team that takes charge, whatever it is. Um, so here's here's I'll throw some out and coach will jump in here. Um, you know, the first one I think is being able to imp, be able to teach and know um, the offense or defense. I mean, um, you know, player knowledge, I think, is like and the, and the player knowledge comes from the coach's knowledge. So that's what I'm going to challenge all the all of you that are listening. Um, but I think a big part of it is that, you know, where is that where is that knowledge of you know, the two, three zone or pack line or run and jump or whatever it is. So conveying that player knowledge is, is important. And if you as a coach don't know the nuances or don't have someone that can help you with the nuances, um, that can be a problem. So what's, what's your thought on player knowledge? Coach? Uh, the, the thing that I think about player knowledge is I think it's so important as a leader of a team. And if you're working with other high school coaches, is that like, you want to build on fidelity and have common ground in defense. So I think the hardest thing, if you do not structure your the high school program or your the teams that you're connected with, aren't giving that player knowledge at a younger age, let's say middle school and even freshman and sophomore years, like that really hinders your progress within your defense. So player knowledge is huge and how you uh, uh, progress that. And like, you know, that it's such a consistency basis and fidelity within a high school program. Um, so I definitely think player knowledge is huge. And like, I think it's also how you, as I'm going to challenge some of you, it's how you teach it. Right. Like, like you need to understand that if you have 15 young men or women in front of you, how you're teaching it and how they are digesting it and how, um, I also know, think like defense is more complex than offenses in my opinion. I, I think it is too. I think it's more complex. Um, I think, I think it's not as sexy. Um, you know, when I did start doing some research and stuff, there's definitely more offensive stuff out there than defensive stuff. Um, but you have to think, is it not only as a coach, but as a teacher, how does your, how does, how does player X, how does player Y, how does player Z learn? And you know, that when you're breaking this down and implementing it, player knowledge is also coaches knowledge is also teacher knowledge is also, you know, are they a visual learner? Are they a tech? 
are they the type of that actually needs to to write it down? Are they the type that needs right? To and then, like, it? I think you're talking about this idea: can you break down your your defense? Can you be able to take what you're doing and break it down? Right. Because- it, 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 in part, it's the part whole part, but yeah. part of it is the is that is that smaller part, and that and I think that leads into the next part, which is the buy in. Like, <laughs> at least having coached teenage boys for thirty plus years you got to be a little bit of a psychologist and a little bit of a cheerleader and a little bit of, you know, here's why we're doing this. Here is why it will work. That will, if they buy in, the knowledge is easier. Like I, you know, I teach statistics. The reason I am able to convince them they need statistics is I show them the real world applications and they go, and I basically talk about TikTok and why, you know, what is TikTok doing? It's collecting, organizing, analyzing, and interpreting data. That's what statistics is. So I can show them real world basis to it. So to get that buy-in, especially for, for teenage, like if you do this, then you will get a layup and a dunk over there. Or if you do this, you will get to play more. It's that, that's that, that fine line of this will help us win, but this will also help you. <laughs> um, and I think that helps with the buy-in. So like with buy-in, I think that you as a, a state a, a state that has no shot clock, I think it's harder. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's where pack line was invented, basically. Right. So like the buy-in is even harder. You know, when I coached college um, and we had a 30-second cl- shot clock, it was very easy to get defensive buy-in because it was 30 seconds at a time. It's a lot harder, in my opinion, at the high school level when you don't have a shot clock. And I'm not advocating for the shot clock. I'm just no. I think that's a, I think that's an interesting discussion. That shot clock thing. We should we should write that down in our notes at some point because the state of the the National Federation of High School the NFSHS or whatever approved it nationally. Not that everyone's going to do it, and blah, blah blah. We're in a world pandemic, whatever. But um, it might be something to to discuss moving forward. I agree. I. I I just think that buy-in is 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 important in terms of, like you said, and especially in Wisconsin. Like literally, I'm not, I wasn't kidding when the pack line was invented here. I mean, this is where Bo Ryan and Dick Bennett and and all of them are like Tony Tony Bennett, ground, you know, right? It, it, it's kind of that thing. So, um, and I won't, and I'm not, I'm not even, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I yeah, I just think that that buy-in is super important. Um, and um, these are these are all things I'm telling you for 30 plus years. These are all things I've thought about. Um, and you and I were talking about um, my our my funnel down defense, which I'm going to be releasing in a month or so. Um, that basically leads into trust me, the player. I mean, they love it. They do. They love it. Um, and the buy ins easy. So. Um, and if anyone's interested in that, I'll put something in the show notes down below. You can get on the waiting list. I'm literally only i'm not first of all if you're in wisconsin i'm not selling it to you so you can get it somewhere else but (laughs) i'm gonna make it harder for you that's how good this defense is i'm telling you and and i gave coach the what 30 second um flip notes spark note version of it it's good it's really good you can use it in zone you can use it in man it's one thing to teach. It's super easy to get convey, whatever. But that goes to the sec- next one that I was talking about was time at practice. It's so important when you do defensively. Like 
I have a tracker in ttroops.com that basically I track where I spend practice time on. Mm-hmm. I don't spend enough. I don't spend enough on shooting. I spend enough on defense. I have to do a better job of that. Um, but I think going to the funnel down, it, it, it's pretty easy. But um, how did you used to do that? What, what, what used to be your problem with, with practice and those kind of things? <sighs> Uh, I would, I always kind of set it. I had my assistant kind of be in charge of the defense and I set aside time and he broke that down. And then I would often sit and watch and review and see what kids were struggling with. So I think that was one of the things that I knew that we always had to do. And it was always embedded in every practice. Um, But it did take away from, you know, shots, taking shots and things like that. Um. I, I, yeah, and, and practicing and just finding ways to break it down. And kids, I think that the key thing too is getting quality reps in practice too. So it's we quality talk- reps. It's a lot. And I just did a podcast a week ago or so, or a couple of weeks ago on that, that, that ta- reps, game like reps are important. That's, More yeah. than one or two reps is important. Right. Okay. And then, and then teaching, you know, you had <laughs> their kids. You, you do it in November, they're going to forget it in three, kind of, unless you're repping it every day. And, and I think w- this has nothing to do with the defensive thing, but when you rep something or teach a new skill, you should walk it, you should 50% it, you should full speed it. So they can, right. so they can see it at different things. Um, and that, <laughs> what does that take? It takes time and practice. So I personally think time is the most valuable resource we have as human beings. Um, Because it's finite. We can talk spiritually if you want, but there's a start and an end and time is finite. Um, So it's the most valuable thing. So I spend, my goal every year is to get practice done faster, more efficient and faster. Because if I'm done in an hour 25, trust me, I have time, things I can do in for 30 minutes. Yeah, but again, that just that just builds team morale. You value time. That just the other thing. Can I? I was going to touch base with you, and you, 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 you were you're a big D one coach, but like I taught, I have a coach at a Division three school, which is a lot smaller. Is like I think the hardest thing to teach is when you're teaching these reps, making sure that your best players are guarding each other a lot of the times. So what happens, and when in a smaller school, and I don't know if you have this, like you have your top six or seven. And then it really cuts off. No, we and, call it the cliff. Yeah. And so it's not like, don't, it's not like and this that time in practice, like, you know, the that time in practice also is that time and planning. Like you have to be strategic about who's guarding who in certain points of the rep, because guess what? If your best player is guarding the worst player, it's going to do nothing. It's going right. to do nothing for them. So I think also that time in practice has to be not only efficient and quality rep, but also like strategically placed. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Because yeah, we know how high school boys are. Oh, I can guard the worst player on the team. Right. And I'm just going to coast and exactly. then I look good and coachful. Yep. So I, you know, another thing I wrote on our notes here when I was doing this is, and I know it's a cliche, like a quiet gym's a losing gym, but if you, at least I know in our, in the, in the funnel down defense, if you don't talk, you can't play. Like if in my program, if you don't, if you refuse to communicate and you turn the ball over and you won't rebound, you're not going to play. I mean, those are my, that was like the one benefit. If you're coaching, you've been watching sports on the pandemic with no crowd, you're able to hear these high level games and how much these players talk. Like, 
you really do like you understand like holy cow like these really elite teams they don't stop talking it's all time it's 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 it, i mean sure you could you could hear it in uh you could hear it in the olympics when you were doing right. it because they didn't have anybody in the crowd it was like you know they i'm sure they i'm sure they had somebody on a big red button ready to like yeah uh yeah <laughs> be, be, beep them out because it was too bad um you know, so here's the issue. It's like I talk to coaches all over the world. Their issue is, their issue is, I'm not fast enough. I'm not big enough. I'm not athletic enough. I said, well, then that's that's you. That's not the kids. You, you, here, here's your. You're making your stew, and here are your vegetables and both. You got to figure out the proper defense to work with your kids. Like if I'm trying to teach an algebra class and they can't add two plus two, then I got to go teach them two plus two. Or I got to find a, a tool that will help them do that. Again, shameless plug for funnel down, but funnel down works with any kind of player. Cause you know, but we'll talk about that later in the month. Um, but anyway, uh, no, I think that, I mean, I mean, yeah, you have to look at your weaknesses. I, that's what I do as a coach. I look at my weaknesses all right. the time and how can I get better at my weaknesses? I don't need to work on my strengths. I need to work on my weaknesses. So um, like, when I looked at your, your list and I wrote down a couple of mine, okay. I wrote that one of the hardest things to teach is rotation. So hard. And so you know like what it the, is? When it's- I think about when I used to make my teams go baseline, like steer baseline, like the Texas textile uh, defense that they ran a couple of years ago against Virginia, yep. like yep. the help, the helper is like the hardest thing ever. And yep. so like I started moving to the middle and then I had more success, but it's all about what understanding your kids. There's still a difference of rotation in everything that you do, whether it's the one, three, one zone, any zone, any, any defense, right. But that rotation in your rotation, in your defense, your presses, everything is the essence of everything. Like, yeah, the yeah, pressure is good on the ball is good, but really it's about the rotation and having the right, Play, having the players in the right spot at the right time and being able to adjust it's right all and about it, rotation and the issue is it's such a small like like footwork issue like i took my son in and i was i put his feet in my feet it is literally like three degrees like the difference in the, the little bit of a hip movement like are and you, how you even adjust your body how yes. you open up like you know i i have this conversation a lot of times kids when they get to help side their butt isn't to the rim and i said dude just you literally rotating your hips that many degrees the other way is going to make that recovery that much easier, yes. that much easier. Right. And I, and I, and I, and when we're doing this breakdown, I'll go be lazy. And they go, what do you mean? I go, if you move another six inches, you don't have to move as much. Why are you moving more? Like Work smarter, moving. not harder, dude. That's the kicker. I love that. I, I, I didn't have that on my list, but that you are so right that. And, and, and the thing is, that is a rep, that is a rep, 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 rep. And that's a teaching thing too. You have to train your kids to think that way. You do. And the thing is, it's like, this is where the small sided game thing kind of drives me bonkers because it's the new lingo and it's a new thing. It's like, I've been doing it 30 years. I just didn't call it small sided games. I get it. You have to be, you have, when you're training, you have to have a point of teaching and letting them experiment with what works and doesn't work but if they don't know how to do it initially they're never going to learn how to do it on their own um you have to show them the proper spacing the proper footwork all of those things um do you have anything else on your list oh man i have to <laughs> I, I can uh i think another hard thing to teach is controlled aggressiveness 
the ability to be like, you know, like I think that we not fouling. Yeah. yeah, she, I have ch- eliminating cheap fouls or, or can control aggressiveness. Um, it, 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 you know, you have this defense and you, it, it yeah. can kill you. Yeah. That, you work where, hard for You work hard for 30 seconds and then you just pick up a really stupid foul and you screwed over your other four teammates. I know. I know. I, and again, we didn't have a season last year, but a couple of years ago when we were running funnel down, it's like, it's, it's, it's teaching them that it's this like, use your body, like upper. I said, you're playing this with, from, 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 you know, your waist up, like just body up. It's like this hand and the reach and the foul. I go, and that's where you can play psycho psychologist a little bit. Like if you follow, you're going to sit because you're going to be in foul trouble. Do you want to, do you want to play or do you want to, do you want to, <laughs> do you want to sit? It's up to you. I mean, I'll, I guess I'll sit you if I, if that's the key. Um, but I agree. I agree that that fine line between aggressiveness and non-aggressiveness is, is big. I, I agree. I, agree. I, I would say there's two other ones that I really thought were important or harder to teach is understanding that kids understanding that defense is all about developing trust with those other four teammates on the floor. And uh-huh. then it's, and then it's interconnected. And so that's where funnel down is because if I don't trust that, because I'm, I'm fun, we'll get to it, but I'm pushing you a specific way in a specific area, if I don't trust that you're going to be there to help me, my guy's going to score every time, every time. Like, I love that part because it, it, you have to build something that builds in that. Trust. I just think of a basic, uh, like a skip pass. Right. And I always get kids that are so not getting in the help side. Right. And even when I was working with younger kids at camp and stuff, I said, Honestly, you need to be in this position. If that ball from the one side of the court skips all the way over in a beautiful pass, whose fault is it? Yours right. or the player that's guarding the ball? Well, really, it is that player that's guarding the ball. That's the responsibility. You're protecting the rim. If he can make a clear cut pass, then that player is not making good enough pressure. Right. You know, and you, they have to understand that they're inner teaching kids that we have to be we're interconnected. What I do is affecting you. And it's a team thing. You know, I'm not just guarding my guy, you know, I'm doing my job. It's not that the last thing I think is like making adjustments without timeouts. And I think is the hardest thing for kids to do, to be adaptive, to understand what to do in a given moment defensively when things might be breaking down. You know, I think that's another thing that you, I guess you, you, you obviously work through and you teach your kids throughout the season, but that's another teaching point. It was like being able to make adjustments on the fly. Yes. And, 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 and like, it, it's similar to the footwork thing. It's small adjustments. It doesn't have to right. be huge adjustments. You don't have to throw it out. You don't have to throw the, the what's the expression not to throw the, the baby out with the, what is the expression? Baby with the your expression water? and my expressions have an age gap again. I'm going to keep uh, saying no, so. Like, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater kind of thing. What? what? Never heard that expression. No. <laughs> no. The, the funny. Uh, hold on, I'm looking at a throw out uh, the baby with the bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll. Oh my god, am I old? Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, that's an expression. Don't there's an expression baby. of avoidable error in which someone good is eliminated when trying to get rid of something bad, or in other words, rejecting the favorable. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like you're done with it. Like, yeah, don't you've never heard that expression? Oh my god. Oh my god, am I old? Oh my god. I you know what? There's a couple of things. Kids don't hear expressions anymore. 
because they don't abstract. Well, anything. first of all, some of them aren't correct anymore that you shouldn't use. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. So I think a lot of them, some of them, this one is not like there's, I don't believe there's any sort of like throw out the champagne with the cork, empty the bait, empty the baby out with the bath. That's another one. I don't think there's anything politically wrong with this one, but anyway. Um, so yes. Think, funnel down defense. If you're thinking, if you're thinking you want to get into the beta version, I'm literally going to have like this flash sale for like 12 hours, and then it's good. And if you live in Wisconsin, don't bother. If your credit card's in Wisconsin, don't bother. I'm not selling it to you. I'm I'm, I'm locking it down for a while. I'm sure it will get out there, but that's how much I believe in it. I'm locking it down. You live in Wisconsin, <laughs> so I can just see guys in our conference too. They're, what they're going to do is they're going to find somebody that lives in Illinois and then have them buy it. It's like, oh, you really matter. But anyway, anything else, Coach? I mean, we could probably talk about this forever. I think we could. Well, this might be part one of two parts at some point. Maybe we'll do one in, in the spring again. But yeah, We can literally do a whole thing on rot- defense rotation. Ooh, let, let's add that. Let's add that. I, I, I like that. I mean, All right, next week, Coach. There we go. All right, write that down. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, that was a great one. Make sure you subscribe and like wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, or whatever, and go over and check out teachings.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.